Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 78. It's now been 33 weeks, four days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And it's kind of a windy, pleasant day down at my local park and I rushed down here before Mark and I head off to memorial service just because I felt like I needed a walk and I needed to talk some things out. So this is a total bonus episode. Bonus episodes are where I just come walk or talk without thinking about it. So it's not pre-produced. I don't have the Brave Companions comments, but I do want to give a big shout out to our new Brave Companion, Courtney, who called the Bravery Hotline, and I'll feature that next episode. And also a big hug, thumbs up, and I'm putting Amy from Ohio on the Bravery Report because she gave me permission to share her touching story with you guys next time also. So today, because I'm at the park, you might hear some dogs barking, birds chirping, my feet going as I walk kind of quickly. I need to get back home to get ready, but I am going to listen to Josh to see what I need to let go of today. But I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a history that never really grows. I'm letting go, I'm letting go, it's a silent wind that never really blows, I'm letting go. Thank you Josh for that inspirational snippet of I'm letting go. I tell you, Josh Ishlet's a good guy that he let me use this song for absolutely free in this podcast because it has meant so much to me, and I hear that it's meant so much to you. So if you haven't gone there already, go to joshwoodward.com, and the link is on every single page of show notes, and download I'm Letting Go. All you have to do is sign up for his newsletter, and I promise you, he doesn't spam you at all, and it's just a beautiful song. And if you've got five bucks handy, get A Simple Life. It's a double album that contains I'm Letting Go, and it's just beautiful. Okay, back on to me. Josh, 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 what did your song inspire me to let go of today? As I'm walking here in the kind of sunny day, it's a little bit later than I usually walk, But I tell you what's been on my mind is how much I let what other people think determine my mood. Now, sometimes people are out and out rude, you know. They feel free to make any kind of comment about what I'm eating, what I'm wearing, what I look like, that kind of thing. But sometimes it's just in my mind that I'm making assumptions about what people are thinking because I have internalized in my head and in my heart the fact that my body somehow is not good enough. In fact, worse than not good enough, somewhat bad. As you heard last episode, Mark had to report that my size 18W pants were a little bit tighter and I looked a little bit heavier than last time. But guess what? Yesterday when I was wearing my bicycle shorts, and that's another story I'm going to get to, Mark said, you know, I think maybe you've lost a couple of pounds since we did the report. And sure enough, I'm wearing my size 18W pants today, 
as I walk around the park and I zipped, it, zipped into them perfectly fine. I feel good in them. So we'll see what happens next month when Mark reports on my progress. But if you listened to last episode and heard what Mark had to say, you know that both he and I were puzzled because neither one of us had seen a huge change of any kind in my eating habits. And if anything, both of us agree that my eating habits have actually improved from the traditional sense, you know, a few more carrots, a little less cookies, that kind of thing. But I swear I'm holding my hand up that I have not been consciously trying to change my eating in order to lose weight. Now, was I kind of tempted? Sure, sure I was tempted. You know, if you've been a compulsive overeater, binge eater, dieter, and from now on I'm including dieter as the other side of my eating disorder, I was a binge eating, dieting, disordered eater, instead of, as Mark called me, a consistent eater who ate regular food in normal-sized portions and pretty much eats when she gets hungry. That would describe, I would say, 90% of my eating behaviors right now. But when I was a binge-slash-dieter, my response for a bad feeling about my body would be to seek out either a bunch more exercise, like I did with exercise bulimia, or to find another diet, preferably one that could, you know, take off five pounds pretty quickly. And most of them can. If you stick to a brand new diet, usually just, you know, the water loss or the shock to your system will take, you know, two to five pounds off pretty quick. But again, is it, is it sustainable? Is it something that you can do forever? That's the thing that never happened to me. No matter how good, no matter how balanced the diet, it just was always a diet. I don't care who gave a rat's ass and said, oh no, it's a lifestyle. For them, that may be true. And I'm not saying it isn't. But for me, any actual, quote, diet plan, unquote, was never a lifestyle. It never became a lifestyle because I still had all the emotional crap underneath my emotional eating, okay? So the best I could do was white knuckle it through and force myself to try to eat the way the diet plan was recommending or to over-exercise, to overcome when I gave in and had a binge. And it was just not a way to be for me because all of my life, literally, you know, there's this study saying that men, forgive me men, but they say like men are thinking about sex every two seconds or something like that all the time. And I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the studies that men think about sex a lot. And for me, substitute, what can I eat for sex? I'm a woman, but because I have compulsive overeating issues, my life was filled with what did I eat 
What can I eat? Oh no, I feel bad about what I ate. I'm super virtuous because what I ate. Oh no, how much do I need to exercise today? Have I gotten the number of reps for my weightlifting? Have I done the miles on my bike? Have I taken care of the pizza that we had? What do I need to do? So instead of thinking, should I call my friend up and make a date to go to the movie? Or should I pick up the dry clean to make life easier for my husband? Or should I be outlining a proposal to give to my boss to see if we can improve our business? You know, instead of thinking these thoughts, I was busy thinking about what should I eat or what shouldn't I eat? In other words, my whole life, my whole inner and outer life was controlled. Relationships lost, opportunities lost, if I'm serious about it, because of my compulsions. And I really didn't know it to the extent and to what an extent that was until the last several months when I've been really addressing the emotional side of my eating behaviors and being different. Now that I'm living my life differently, I'm amazed, brave companion, I'm amazed at just how much time I have to do other things. And if you've been following the show, you know what other things I've been doing. Even though I'm fat, okay, I still weigh over 200 pounds even though I don't know how much over 200 pounds. Today I'm wearing kind of a, a looser feeling size 18W, so no, I'm not a skinny mini. And I'm going to put the picture of me in my bike shorts, the same one I posted to Instagram yesterday at Lori Dreamweaver. I'm going to post the picture of me in bike shorts to prove that I am a big girl, you know, G-R-R-L. I'm a big girl and yet I'm strong and powerful and ride bikes. So what are the things I've been doing instead of thinking about what I eat? I'm going to a writer's group where I write every couple of weeks with friends and getting to know new people. I'm going to a voice acting social group where I have drinks and sometimes pizza. I'll admit it, sometimes we have pizza and we talk about the business of voice acting and I'm getting to know people. And I go to my voice acting class and I'm getting to know people and I listen to feedback from my teacher. I have the guts to take the criticism and to improve. That was something that's new to me, to be able to open up my armor and say to the teacher, okay, teacher, tell me all my faults so that I can improve them. I want to get better. This is new for me. Before I always felt so rubbed, so rubbed raw by what people thought of me, I could not take constructive criticism well. And that is something that helps you in business and in life or in sports or any other thing not to improve as much as you might towards the goals of your dreams. So I'm also doing things like this. I'm telling you, brave companions, how I really feel. And I've been doing this for six or seven months now, a long time. And it's becoming second nature for me to identify and to think about how do I actually feel. And that is completely brand new territory. You know, here's a tip. I used to be scared to even wear shorts appropriately, such as on a hot day to the beach or bike riding as I did yesterday, because I have this 
huge fear that people are going to see my legs. Okay, they're going to see my legs whether I'm wearing jeans or not, or if I'm wearing a bathing suit or not, or whether I'm wearing bike shorts or not. But I have just a terror of it because I was bullied so much as a youth. That's where I hold my weight primarily is kind of now in my tummy, my hips, my rear and between the knee you know, and my thighs. I take fender thighs to a whole new level, but that is my body type. That is exactly how I'm built. And even when I was thin, that was still true. My legs were bigger than other parts of me and that's where I hold a lot of weight. And since I've become 55, I have a lot of cellulite and, you know, other marks and things on your skin that you get as you age. And I don't care how beautiful you are or even how toned. As you age, things occur that make your body look not quite the same as it did if you were lucky enough to have a fat body in your 20s. But you know what? It still gets hot. It still is time to go swimming. It's still time to appropriately wear clothing to make yourself comfortable. You know, would I go wear a bathing suit through the mall? No, I wouldn't go walking around in a bathing suit where it's not appropriate. No, I would not. But if everybody's swimming, will I put on a bathing suit and go swimming too? You betcha I will. I don't care if that cellulite's showing or not. And you know, if someone's making a judgment about me, I'm starting to get this in my heart. That's them. That's them not feeling well about themselves, not me. And I don't have to take it. You know, have you ever heard the old joke? People say that whatever you get in a fortune cookie, you know, like you're about to meet some business success. You add in bed to it. Any fortune cookie that you get, you put in bed, and that's a joke, and everybody laughs. Well, I'm starting to take every negative comment and every negative thought and adding bravery to it. I shared this tip yesterday in an email with our wonderfully, wonderfully brave new brave companion, Amy, in Ohio. Hi again, Amy. So, as someone said to me, Lori, you suck. I say to myself, or to them, Yes, I suck in copious bravery and I am braver than ever. If they say you got a fat ass, I say, yes, it's fat because it's full of bravery. The bigger my ass, the more bravery I have. And I know this sounds silly, but it makes me laugh. Whatever they say. If my teacher says, Lori, you didn't hit that line correctly, you're still dropping the B in, I say, Yes, I will be brave and learn to practice being, being, being. I will practice being brave. Whatever anyone says, I find a way to put the word bravery in it. And that way I take every crappy thought I might give myself or any jerk ass comment that someone might care to make to me and I turn it immediately from a negative into a positive of affirmation that increases my sense of bravery and self-confidence. I mean, just think about it. Try it. It should make you laugh if nothing else. Lori, your legs are so big. Yes, they're big, strong legs that march me into bravery. You know?
<laughs> Try it again. Oh, that dress makes you look fat. Yes, it's tight because I'm filled with bravery today. Now, I'm not saying you should be in total denial of things that you want to take control of or things that make you happy, but I am saying there is absolutely no reason on earth why you need to continue to beat yourself up all the time for external stuff that other people say or things that you think that they're saying in your mind. Whether it's real or imagined or an assumption in your mind, just flip it around. Find some way to put bravery in there. And I would absolutely love it if you would call the bravery hotline and share with me some of your examples. You can give me your name or not, but I think it would be great to feature on an upcoming show some of the ways that you take this bravery tip and turn that negative thought around. Oh, I'm such a losing, lay, negative, layabout, lazy person laying on my couch watching Survivor today. You're resting up because of the bravery in you to get up and do something new tomorrow. Bravery. Be brave. Because you know what you think about yourself really impacts what you do. What you think about yourself, what you tell yourself in your head, is really who you become. If you think that you're funny and kind, you will be. If you think that you have self-confidence, you will have. Take a step out in bravery. The worst that can happen for most failures is not that bad. I take a take in the voice acting class and it sucks. Everyone laughs, everyone knows it sucks. The teacher tears it apart. But so what? Sometimes parts of my takes are good. The other people suck sometimes and they laugh. They hear it and they improve. You know, that's something I think many of us need to take in and learn. We're so used to feeling like we're the bottom of the barrel, the gunk on the bottom of the shoe, that we're just not worth anything. But that's not true. It doesn't matter what we weigh. It matters who we are, seriously. And the people who care what you weigh are shallow as hell and have their own issues and you're never gonna please them, never. They're the kind of people that are hard on themselves and feel bad because they accidentally ate an olive when they weren't trying to. I mean, seriously, those people are never gonna get it until they get it themselves in their own hearts. And if they're not trying to change, they're not gonna. And you're not gonna change them. Who can you change? You. You can change yourself. And I don't suggest go get some eggs and grapefruits and go on that diet. No, if you're on some kind of eating plan that pleases you, if you're working out in a way to train for a marathon or build your body up to what you want or to ride a marathon, ride a, a century on the bike, if you're doing something because of your health or you need to eat a certain way, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you punish yourself when you're eating ways you don't want to because it's punishing yourself because you don't feel good about who you are. Try not to do that. <laughs> Try to eat what you love, whatever your eating plan is, however you're eating. Eat what you love, it's okay. Be who you are. Be brave. 
brave companions. Well, I'm almost back to my car and I need to go get ready for a memorial service. One of Mark's relatives passed away and I guess that's what just makes me remember that we don't know which day is our last day. Just like I said about the episode about my uncle. If today was the last day of your life, how would you feel? Could you say, I did something to make myself happy, to do good in the world. I am pleased with my day today. The days you had before don't count. They're in the past. You can't do a darn thing about them. But today, you can. You can this minute sing a little song to make yourself happy. You can think of what would please you most to have for dinner. You can go do a little dance. You can play with your kids. You can pet your cat or your dog. You can draw a little picture. You can go find a funny cute cat video on YouTube. You can do something to make yourself happy. You can make something to put out into the world. You can make a funny little cat video to put on YouTube. You can write a little story. You can make a funny bravery thing to put onto the bravery hotline. You can call for foolish fun. Try to be brave. Keep yourself up there. Don't give up and keep on listening, brave companions. Have a great day today. Take care because I really care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. There I'll sit, I'll admit that I was only just a guest inside my skin.